is darting like lightning between us and the rear window. He was too busy checking to talk. Not that that helped much. Rage and fear were pouring out of him so thick you could have grabbed a hunk of the atmosphere in your hand. It was queer to drive along that crowded highway, traffic streaming both ways, lights from drugstores and cocktail joints and eating houses blazing to the sky. No, if I lifted a finger for help, I'd sign our death warrants. It had to be luck. All luck. There was still a chance I'd get it. The way I'd figured it, we'd started out with just about enough gas to get us back to Bill's station. When we hit that, the meter ought to show empty. The gas gauge was hidden from me by the rim of the steering wheel, but I was pretty sure I was right. I waited until I saw the red and green lights above Bill's pumps a block and a half away. And very slow and easy, I slumped over for a peek at the gauge. I leaned just too far. Sit up. Huh? Oh, sure. What now? What were you looking at? I was just easing the crick out of my neck. Yes, you was. You was looking at the dead. What? Oh, so that's it, huh? Fresh out of gas. Look, I just remembered. Don't give me that. You knew it all along. From now on, you keep your hands on the wheel, Mac. But you leave me do the driving. Go on, turn into that filling station. Get high test gas and fill her up. Hiya, Joe. Evening, Ellie. Oh, evening, sir. Hello, Bill. Bill? Up to the top? Yeah, Ethel. Ethel, that is. Hi. Oh, I hear you've been to the pictures. Uh-huh. These people know everybody in the whole valley. We've lived here 30 years. From back when this was farmland. Of course, we know lots of people. I don't like it. Get the gas and get out. Hey, uh, I was up to Miranda's for supper. Is that right? Boy, her chili gets better every time. Don't see how it can, but it does. Yeah, she's saving some for you. Said you'd be around after the show. Miranda. Oh, my. I saw Miranda this afternoon and told her we'd be by for sure, Joe. Oh? Well, that'll be three fifty on the nose. Three and fifty. Thanks, Bill. Same to you. What's all that about? Nothing much. Come on. Come on, I gotta ask you everything twice. Miranda runs a drive-in up the road a ways. On show nights, we usually drop in for a carton of chili to take home. I just hope she won't call home when we don't show up and get Annie all worried. Wait a minute. Drive-in, you said? Yeah. And this Miranda could start checking on you. Why, I didn't mean it like that. It's just that I... You could call your Annie and between the two of them, they'd have the cops on the lookout for you before midnight, huh? You're crazy. Yeah, like a fox. I kept ahead of the buttons all this time by taking chances. We'll just pick up that chili. You want me to go to Miranda's? Why not? Leave Annie get a beauty sleep. I can cover a lot of ground before tomorrow morning. I ain't eating so good lately. I could use the food. With you and the missus to front for me, what's to worry about? He was right about that. I went back to driving and praying. Miranda's place is one of those goldfish bowls, mostly glass, with light pouring out across the space marked for outside service and music coming from the jukebox. She saw us pulling up, grabbed a quart carton off the back shelf and hustled to the door. Well, here 
It's about time Ellie and Joe were showing up, figuring the distance from Beverly Hills. Who's that in the back seat? Don't seem to recollect your face, young man, though anybody will tell you I never forget a face. This is Mr. Anderson, uh, Miranda. He just came out here from the east. That a fact. Say, Joe, you plan to go straight up Ventura home? Why, sure. Don't you do it. Go the back way, even if it does take longer. Of course, a brush fire between here and your place is out, but there's still 50, 60 men patrolling. What's that? Well, that ain't nothing to what's going on further out the valley. That new fire's clean out of control. Just a-licking up hundreds of acres. They've been sending truckloads of firefighters past here all evening, and the road's blocked for miles. The road is blocked? Well, for miles, they tell me, and all them poor ranchers losing their homes. Being from the east, you wouldn't understand. But brush fires is awful things. Yeah, 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 thanks. Let's start moving. We take the back way to your house. To our house? I say... Oh, you staying with Ellie and Joe? Yeah, until the road is... Cl- until I can get into my own place. Well, what are we waiting for? Night, Miranda. Well, hi. Be sure you come see me, Mr. Anderson. I've been looking for you. So there it was. We weren't going to the country. We weren't going to be left to rot at the foot of a cliff or buried deep in brush. No, we were going home home to the kids and taking a murderer with us. I still couldn't see Ellie, but I could feel her tensing up, tight as a pulled drawstring. Mr. Matrick, you you didn't mean what you said, did you, about coming home with us? You know a better place I can hide out till the road's open? But it wouldn't be safe. We've got neighbors close all around. If somebody sees you... Nobody will see me. Nobody better. Joe, uh, couldn't we get around the fire? Yeah, that'd be better. We could try. There are other roads through the valley. Listen, Matrick, we'll nose around and find a way through. Get it out! You heard the old pity, hundreds of acres burning, firefighters, cops? Get off the highway. We're going home. No! No, I won't have it. Joe, you stop the car right here. Shut up. You heard me, Joe. I won't have him in my house, not with Annie and Bud. I said shut up! Oh, for Lord's sake, Ellie. It doesn't matter about us, but the kids, I won't let him touch it. One word. Joe, Joe, stop! Helen, hush. Don't say another thing. I'm sorry, honey, but Matrick's the boss. We've got to do like he says. Uh, That's telling. Sure, do like I say, and everything will be rosy. You got no call to worry about the kids. I like kids. As long as nobody gives me the brush off. We'll wake them up as soon as we get home and you and this Annie can fix up a chili supper for us. We'll have us a picnic. Then soon as the fire's out, we'll all take a trip to the country. Another picnic, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. As long as you're breathing, you keep going. Even when it looks like there's no way out, you hang on by your toenails. We poked up and down those black valley streets that twist and turn and sometimes wind up in dead ends. Ellie stopped crying after a while. She slumped down with her head rolling on the seat back, limp as a rag doll with the stuffing leaked out. It took a long time, but it had to come to an end. I saw the bulk of the house looming up. There was light sneaking around the edges of the blinds up in Annie's room. She wasn't asleep after all. She'd be sitting up in bed, maybe plastering red stuff on her fingers and dreaming about the date with Mike. Bud's room was dark. 
He'd be wrapped in covers like a cocoon and dreaming. Whatever boys dream, I couldn't remember. I pulled up to the concrete walk I'd poured with my own hands before there was any Annie or Bud and cut the lights. In a second or two, my eyes got used to the dark. I could make out the high hedge Ellie planted around the place and the roof rising up beyond it. Out, missus. Face the house. Now you, Mac. Slide out same side. Stand beside her. Walk to the door. Slow, no funny business. I'm right behind you. Joe and Ellie. Ellie, Ellie, honey, are you all right? All right, indeed. Smack flat on my face, on a concrete walk, and you falling on me. <laughs> Nothing wrong with her. I won't have them mixed up in this thing. Well, how's he doing, boys? Got him through the gun hand and the right shoulder, see? <laughs> lucky shot, cop. You weren't lucky at all the cold meat now. Maybe. Matrick, isn't it, Uncle Joe? That's him. Miranda described him to you? The old girl doesn't miss a trick. She even knew you were taking the back way home. You left a clear trail, Uncle Joe. Slick work. I had to get him out of the car before the fireworks started. Ellie didn't stand a chance. She helped, though. Ellie catches on quick. I'll bet she does. A mean guy like Matrick, make him think you don't want to do something and he'll break his neck doing it. I let on I was trying to run out of gas. That got us to Bill's. Then we both made it and made out there was no sense going to Miranda's, so we get bullied into going to Miranda's. If it was a thousand to one, she'd run off at the mouth about the brush fires and scare him into hiding out. After that, all Ellie had to do was turn on the hysterics. He was dead set on coming here. You're a bright boy. Bright enough. You did all right, too, Mike. I was watching the rearview mirror all the time you were trailing us, but you never showed. You knew I was there, though. When one officer starts double-talking another officer, he wants to know why. Officer? Double-talk? You never said a thing to him except I'd, I'd bought some place out here. <laughs> the Charles place. Poor old man Charles. <laughs> In a tough spot and moving out for good. What's wrong with that? Matrick, didn't anybody ever tell you it wasn't smart to take up with strangers? Maybe I'd better introduce myself. The name's Charles. Joe Charles. Detective. Homicide. Tonight I was off duty and just taking my wife to a movie. (laughs) 